Do you know what the C-suite and a treadmill have in common? Both can keep you running, that's right. But you are still at the same spot. Get ready, go-getters, to run with me, Amir, not on the treadmill, but towards your leadership excellence inside the Nair narrative, the ultimate podcast that will guide you up the corporate ladder with a touch of humor and a lot of expertise. In each exciting episode, we'll dive headfirst into the fascinating science of success, unravel the secrets of effective leadership, and decode the art of skyrocketing your career. We're here to transform your journey to the top from that never-ending sprint on a treadmill to a strategic marathon that brings lasting success. So buckle up as we turn the wheel of ambition into the roadmap for success. Stay tuned and welcome to the Nair Narrative. Hello leaders, I'm your host Amir and this is episode 3 of the Nair Narrative. We are about to embark on a journey into the world of strategy and we're going to do it by diving into an experience of mine as a hospitality student. A solid strategy can be broken down into three crucial parts. First up, we've got the diagnostics. This is all about figuring out what's really happening. Like taking a magnifying glass to the situation. In lean management circles, they call it Gemba, which is essentially about deeply understanding the system, process, and people involved. It is not about jumping into solutions right away. It's about grasping the lay of the land. As a hospitality student, I was excited to be part of a pan-Asian kitchen led by a Japanese chef as part of my industrial training. On day one, bursting with knowledge from college, I stepped into the kitchen. But instead of getting straight to cooking, the chef had something else in mind. He gave me and my partner a cryptic order to stand at a certain spot in the kitchen and observe what was going on. So we thought it was okay and this is easy. And we stood there for 10 minutes and then walked over to the chef and told him we had seen it all. The chef, however, had a different plan. He sent us quickly back to observe for the next three hours. This pattern continued for the rest of the day and several days after, And we were very, very frustrated. Our friends in other departments had started talking about how they had completed vegetable carvings. And some of them actually had cooked dishes. If not anything else, some of them had chopped kgs and kgs of onion and had become expert at onion chopping. My partner eventually gave up and reached out to learning and development and asked to change his department. But I decided to stick it out. Fast forward five days and I hadn't even touched a knife or a pan. But I gained a profound understanding of how efficiently the kitchen operated. There was no wastage. Everything was utilized to the fullest 
And as I spoke to others, I realized that the kitchen had the highest food cost efficiency in the entire hotel. How every single chef could dice a carrot into exact size, piece after piece, without wasting anything. The message that I had learned in the period was loud and clear. Grasping the situation, understanding what is going on is crucial. Talking to the people involved in data gathering, understanding their emotion, getting a handle of the processes are all part of this diagnostics process. Once you have done that, you can clearly define the problem or the opportunity at hand. This ability to articulate the problem, make it simpler for everyone to understand, and that is half the battle won. It set the stage for action and results. So, what should a diagnostic report help you to do? It should help you to explain the problem in a straightforward manner, like telling a story, so that everyone can wrap their head around it. This in turn helps teams and individuals make sense of the situation and empowers them to engage and solve the problem effectively. So we've covered the importance of diagnosing and defining the problem. Now let's dig into how of crafting a good strategy. You've got this problem in front of you and it's time to turn it into a solution. But how do you do that effectively? One super effective method is to explore Hoshin Kanri, the Japanese concept. Hoshin is a Japanese term that translates to direction, policy, strategy, or a compass needle. In the realm of strategic planning and management, Hoshin Kanri refers to a systematic approach that aligns an organization's activities and objective with its long-term vision and strategic goals. It is like a compass guiding the entire organization in the same direction. Hoshin Kanri is a structured process involving clear objectives, creating action plans, executing those plans, tracking progress, and making adjustments as needed to achieve the strategic goals. It emphasizes collaboration, communication, and continuous improvement to keep the organization focused on its vision and priority. Think of it as a glue holding everything together in your strategy. It's all about aligning your actions towards common goal. Hoshin Kanri is like making sure everyone is on the same page, heading in the same direction. You might have a blueprint for a house, but you need to build it step by step, right? Each action is a piece of that puzzle. Hoshin Kanri ensures these actions aren't random, but coherent, working together like gears in a well-oiled machine. So here's the bottom line. A good strategy isn't just about identifying a problem. It's about knowing how to turn that problem into an opportunity. It's a dynamic journey that takes you from pinpointing the issue to taking action and achieving success. And understanding concepts like Hoshin Kanri helps you keep your strategy on track. This is what separates the achievers from the rest. Transforming challenges into victories one step at a time. Now, 
to bring this to life let's zoom in on the remarkable strategy of a startup called recircle and how they are taking on one of the planet's most pressing issues plastic pollution did you know that india generates a whopping 3.5 million tons of plastic every year what's even more alarming is that the per capita plastic waste generation has doubled in the last 5 years it's a growing problem and we can't afford to ignore the indian plastic recycle market is projected to reach a staggering 53.72 billion us dollars with a growth rate of 6.5% by 2023 and here's a sobering statistics a whopping 50% of plastic waste ends up in landfills and ocean india ranks as the fifth highest generator of plastic waste globally now let's delve into how recircle is tackling this environmental crisis head on with their resource recovery ecosystem recircle's mission is to empower businesses to combat plastic pollution while aligning with sustainable development goals they do this through a unique program that allows business to offset their plastic footprint and introduce ethically recycled plastic into their supply chain one standout feature of recircle strategy is their traceable reverse supply chain for plastics this platform connects three key stakeholders to the supply chain namely the business the collection partners and the processors the businesses purchase ethical and traceable plastic credits to meet extended producer responsibilities and epr compliance and achieve their sustainable development goals the collection partners play a crucial role by collecting various types of material segregating them by category and acting as suppliers of raw material to the processors the processors purchase raw material from collection partners depending on the type of material it can either be sent to the end of its life or further recycled into granules pellets and more the processors then issue plastic credit certificates but here's the really cool part recycle uses a tech based blockchain system that tracks recyclable material throughout the entire recycling supply chain loop from production to consumption to recycling and back again This platform ensures complete traceability. Brands using Recircle's traceability platform can access ethically recycled plastic with all the sourcing details. This information can be embedded into products as a QR code allowing customers to see the entire life cycle of the recycled plastic from scrap to the final product. Recircle's innovative approach and strategy not only addresses the plastic pollution crisis but also empowers business to make a positive impact on the environment while meeting their sustainability goals. And guess what? It's also helped Recircle become a really profitable organization. The revenue has skyrocketed from 33 million in 2020 to an impressive 250 million rupees in 2023. In a world grappling with plastic pollution, Recircle is proving that it is possible to be part of the solution while reaping the reward. It's a remarkable case study that inspires us to think and act strategically in the face of environmental challenges. That's all for today's episode of the Nair Narrative. I hope you found inspiration and valuable insight. 
As I, Amir Nair, sign up for you today, I leave you with this quote from Michael E. Porter. The essence of strategy is choosing what not to do. And that is a wrap on another episode of the Nair Narrator. I hope you're feeling better equipped and energized to slay your corporate dragons. If you love historical fictions and short stories, why not dive into my book? The link to buy them is in the episode description. And please do join my paid community of over 200 experts at Grow with Amir. Let's accelerate your journey together. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and leave a five-star rating and review if you enjoyed our time together. Let's keep the conversation going. Share your key takeaways on this episode on LinkedIn at Amir Nair. I would love to hear your thoughts. Until next time, keep reaching for your greatness. This is your host, Amir, signing off from the Nair Narrative. Remember, your journey to the C-suite starts with stepping out of your comfort zone. So meet me in the next episode to get a little more uncomfortable.